off to a better start today ish <laughs> i think a lot of it has to do with just how much sleep i got and how well i am capable of dealing with what goes wrong because to be clear as i explained to brad offline I can't explain what's still wrong with that computer, only in meat, only in, you know, whatever, but every, the sound works elsewhere. Um, all I can do is document it and then react to it. And I wish it was something I could laugh at. But again, this is the technology has always failed me problem. And it's, uh, oof, I tell you, 30 years in, I'm getting like, something just work, please. I mean, it works fine for me. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it must be nice. Yeah, it is. Ish. Sometimes. Sometimes it yeah. works. Sometimes it doesn't. Most of the time it does. Anyways. Uh, Sony announced a bunch of layoffs this morning. Actually, PlayStation did. 900 people. It looks like a lot of it might be related to VR efforts, potentially. So Interesting. 900 people gone or being laid off, which always sucks. So, the Gaming industry feel- is such a great first quarter anyways and this is such shocking i'm just kidding sure rough if they were smart they would have blamed it on the microsoft acquisition of activision blizzard <laughs> you know uh <laughs> um yeah i i, I think vr to so, vr is one of those things they kind of did it they sold x number units it, it sounded like okay and it will be like Alexa or anything else yeah. where you find it later it's like actually you know we invested billions in this and uh, there was no payoff you know or people might be surprised to discover Xbox never has made a cent on hardware for some reason. It seems like, oh, come on, they must have been able to figure it out 20 years later. And, uh, yeah, not really. So, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it aligns to their previous earnings release where their CEO or somebody, their CFO said, we got to improve margins because times are tight. And that's why they're going to PC more often now going forward, it sounds like. Well, I... You know, they're yeah. doing that. Look, uh, Sony has been doing what Microsoft is also doing, right, to a lesser degree, but mm-hmm. expanding into other areas, right? And in this case, meaning the PC, right, another market um, that's roughly the size of the console market. And um, I don't follow that part of the world as closely. I, I don't know if people over there are ringing, you know, hand ringing and complaining or whatever, but I know in the Xbox space, this is controversial for some reason. It shouldn't be. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's impossible to overstate how much mobile disrupted. Mm-hmm. I kind of wrote. I wrote about this the other day in an editorial, but and I tried to keep it focused literally just on the communication stuff. But just like quickly, 2007, I brought the first iPhone to Europe. Was scared to death of using the thing because there were all these stories of people because there was no sense of roaming or international yeah. or anything, and there were no plans for that and used to get paper bills and people came home from Europe with a foot stack of paper bill from AT&T wrapped in a bundle and then a $7,000 bill because they just sat there and used their phone. Like they had no idea what they were doing. Um, and so you go from that to today where you could just fly basically anywhere in the world, use your cell phone plan just normally, all your data works and everything. And you know, not universally, I know it's not perfect, depends on plans and things, but the seamlessness of that is astonishing. And that's just one slice of that, pie uh that thing you know that mobile it's astonishing how much it's disrupted so with that in that kind of a background i mean think about gaming i mean uh, mobile is i don't remember the number somewhere between 50 65 percent of gaming by revenue Hmm. i mean yikes like 
I, mobile to gaming is Chrome to web browsing. And that means there's this one thing and then there's everything else. And we exist in a part of the world that has very strong opinions about some of that everything else, <laughs> you know? And uh, there's a big enthusiast community. You know, gaming lends itself to enthusiasm, I guess, around Xbox, around Sony, around Nintendo. Um, but these are not the, you know, the, the, the big money, if you will, is in the stuff I think is crap. Farmville and these stupid little jewel games you play like standing in line at the grocery store. But that's... Makes money. I mean, that, that's gaming. It's kind of a weird mm -hmm. thing to say. It's like, I'm sorry. I thought you, you thought you knew what gaming was, but the thing you think of as gaming is just this little thing. Um, so, yeah, everything's evolving. I, evolving, I don't know, changing. <laughs> at least, anyway, we could debate the evolve part, but it is interesting. Microsoft also is uh, investing money in more AI companies, which is probably the least <laughs> shocking news. Although apparently the EU is already like, hmm, we'll just keep an eye on that because you can't just go buy up all the competition or invest in all the competition, I should say. Well, yeah. I i don't know what to say to this. So it's Mistral, is that the name of this yeah, company? Yeah, something like that. Yep. It's uh, it's small. This is a relatively small investment. Uh, we live in a world where I think it was thirteen or fifteen million euros. I think was the the yep, number. That's a small right. number, apparently. It's a big number to me, but uh, but to Microsoft, it's nothing, right? So, uh, it, look, it makes sense for Microsoft to diversify in this area. You're starting to see. I'm surprised in some ways Google hasn't done more, but I think Google probably wants to prove to the world they look we've been doing this for years this is uh, it's on mm -hmm. us etc i think the, the most well one of the most interesting things about microsoft's ai push other than the obvious stuff like oh my god what the hell are they doing it's so quick is that um the foundation of it and really the majority of it comes from a third party yep i i, I mean i this has to be unprecedented in this company's history i know they bought their way into markets, buying companies like Vermeer for front page or um, buying uh, PowerPoint back in the day, you know, and these things become part of like this bigger empire, but they bring them in house, you know, open AI is very different, but it's just, I mean, I don't know what Microsoft would have left if open AI was like, yeah, I think we're done here, you know? The other I mean, I know they get to keep work and so forth. I'm just saying as yeah. far as like, a percentage of what went into what Microsoft is now offering to third parties. I mean, you saw the co-pilot news. They added some custom GPTs, right? Mm -hmm. Which are custom chatbots, kind of um, uh, topic specific, you know, yep. uh, one about tra travel, one about cooking, et cetera. Um, I, that's the open AI model. I mean, I, I, this, this, Product is marketed literally. There's an explicit line when you go to one of these GPTs that says something like, "This is a micro. You know, this was made by Microsoft or something like that." And it's like, what does that mean? Like, is it made by Microsoft the same way that when I tell Copilot to make me an image of you know three giant cloud things that it creates an image? I'm like, this image was created by Paul Thorat. <laughs> you know, it's because like, I described a, a mm -hmm. basic sentence that AI then went off and did something incredible with. Is that what these things are? I'm not sure. It's any much more sophisticated than that. It's very, it's interesting. I, someday these two companies are going to split, you know, oh, yeah. because open AI is going to become the next Google and they're going to say, Hey, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the 10 fingers. We got it now. You know, I'm on the roof. 
There's another one that was announced, uh, I think is yesterday by Google, which granted there's stuff's all in house, but it also lags behind, whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It's called Gemini, I think, or Genie. Gemini is the actual name, but the feature was called Genie. This is where we all knew things were going. It can generate on demand 2D platformer games. So you just described the the scenario and it creates a 2D interactive platformer game. Now they haven't released it publicly because it's probably not as good as the demos exhibit, but it doesn't matter. The fact that they've got it working in any capacity is like, I want to be a tropical island thing and I'm a commando running to left to right or whatever. And then it just generates a never ending game. It's... Well, uh, it's a logical extent. I mean, you could ask any of these things, write me a program in whatever language that does this, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's not a big leap. It's really this not. is a logical extension. Um, look, like anything AI related, the hope and dream here is that whatever that output is, however sophisticated it is, whether it could be the video stuff we saw with uh, yeah. Sora, whatever that was from OpenAI, like, it does the thing and then hopefully there are humans on the other side who would now take that thing and improve it, modify it, whatever, before it's released. Like the, you know, the running gag with Microsoft was always, you compiled, let's ship it. And uh, we're going to see a lot of that with AI. I think that's the, oh yeah, that now, is this, the problem. Super interesting one to a programming hack like myself. And this isn't out yet, but people are working on it and they were showing again, demos like, it's don't get caught up in the demos because just wait three weeks and there'll be something better. But <laughs> yep. what it is, is you, you have a screen recording. Let's say you're building an app on windows. You have a screen recording of your app. You demonstrate the bug that mm-hmm. is in the app. And then you give the AI your code base along with the video. And then it can see what the bug was. It sees your code and can tell you what you right. did wrong, which that is, which is for an well, amateur is, well, I was going to say what we should want. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I pe- uh, people are not software developers wouldn't appreciate this. And I'm not a software. So I'm only touching on the tip of the iceberg here because I really don't understand all of it. But like all along the way, all the things that came to like integrated development environments that first started mm. in DOS with like Borland in the late 80s, probably. Or um, it, the IntelliSense stuff where, you know, code highlighting and it looks at stuff. Or the, just the debugging you can do, live debugging of code. Um I mean, in the end, it's like we've we've been helping people write code as much as we could forever. I mean, this is, I don't want to call it the end game because God help us. But I mean, it, this isn't this the ultimate? I mean. We're getting there. I think so. The, the trick is, <laughs> this is like a science fiction, like Isaac Asimov, the Foundation series is about this, this notion that civilization has occurred and has progressed. It hasn't evolved. It's devolved. Mm-hmm. We've lost track of technologies we don't we, we no longer have people who understand in the future it would be like these space drives that can you know allow you to go light speed or whatever so these things still exist but no one knows how they work mm-hmm. or i we i talk about this in mexico city we walk up and down this neighborhood there's a an interesting combination of really old things and really new things and the new things are obviously new and the old things are old but some of the old things are beautiful there are these mansions that are intricate stoneworks so around each window there's like a a really complicated, you know, design and, and they're beautiful, but they're also crumbling and falling apart in some cases. So people will come in and buy one of those buildings and they tear down that beautiful uh, outer bit, whatever you call that stuff. And, uh, and I talked to my wife about this and we're always like that, that's never coming, but I don't think they have people who can do that anymore. I don't, whatever 
artisans existed yeah. in one you know these uh, it's basically it's just cement mostly right or stone it's like one of those things that can people can figure out but can they make it sustainable to be because right like to have that skill and then to make it a career are two very different well that's things. what i mean like yeah. I, someone asked me about this a couple of weeks ago and asked paul and it was like you know should we still recommend to people that they go into programming and for now the answer is yes but yeah long term it's a little tough but the the thing you know, like when I went to art school in 1985, computers, Photoshop had started, computers were a thing, but my school didn't have that. And a couple of years later, a friend of mine went there and they, they had computers, right? So I was on that shift, like I was in the wrong space or I was wrong place, wrong time, whatever. Um, and maybe if there had been computers, maybe I would have continued down that path. I have no idea. But drawing on a piece of paper, I was like, nope. And uh, I feel like AI is doing that to programming right now. We're in, we're on the cusp of this, and I think that you need to understand that stuff. And the the trick there is it's evolving. Like mm -hmm. you could, as a teacher, you could say, "All right, the the fall semester's coming up. Here's the syllabus," and then fall starts. You're like, everything's out of date, <laughs> you know. And it's so we're we're in that rapid progress time. It's it's really weird, but yeah, you want to think there's a guy or not a guy, a person. Or some persons who, yeah, the AI is going to generate the code, no doubt about it. But you need that. All right, now I'm going to go through it and turn that that thing you were talking about into an actual game. Mm -hmm. um, that is, you know, not just something you can sit there and play and shoot things with, but uh, but is unique in some way, right? I mean, we'll see. I think we're going to see a lot of those games. Oh, I think so that's the problem. I think that's that's the I thing know. is they'll just get flood the market and then. There's an industry. This is that's it's, it, this. Look, I, uh, for people like us who kind of mm -hmm. follow this stuff and we're enthusiasts, we love it, right? It's scary, but it's also really exciting. And and I don't know for you. I mean, you're, you're a different generation than I am, but I grew up as a young man reading books about the beginnings of like Apple and Microsoft and whatever other companies, and feeling like I had missed it. You know, like this thing happened. I was just a little too young, maybe or whatever, in the wrong sure. place, wrong time. And then the internet happened and I was like, okay, hold on a second. Here we go. This is a thing like now I can be part of this, mm -hmm. you know, like this is a big deal. I think this is bigger. I really do. I think this is bigger than all that stuff, even oh, as big so. as it was, you know, I, mm -hmm. uh, this, we don't understand what this is going to look like on the other side. It's crazy. Right. Because prior to, in fact, we'll just say today, it's not necessarily today, but prior to today, everything was human driven at the end of the day, right? If you, yeah. want, to, if you want to go build the internet, like a human went down, down there, right. plugged it in, typed it up, enter. We're oh, now boy. entering an yeah. era where computers are now doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, I agree with you and I'm, it's freaking me out to yep. agree with that because it's like, process. Yep, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go upstairs and use AI probably for, I don't know, a couple tasks today for sure at work. For at start, I used to joke that, not necessarily this podcast, but I was I would talk about some pod, whatever podcast and say someday this is just going to be two computer generated idiots, you know. And in the beginning, it will be like yeah, the these only flat thing that will change is the computer generated yeah. part. <laughs> it was only one difference between us and them, and it's intelligence. And it's just, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, I feel like right now you could do like a like a like a nonsense version of this which is what this is. And then six months from now, it's going to be like, yeah, we're not necessary anymore. <laughs> you know, like it's that fast. And that, that should be our exit plan. We'll just slowly transition this into yeah, AI we'll see if anyone notices. See, see how long it takes people to take, like pick that up. Exactly. Who would, I mean, I listen, I only have 10 jokes. I mean, it should be easy. 
the the learn the LL this is like this is an SLM. It's a VSLM, you know. Yeah, we'll save those moments for tomorrow. <laughs> oh man.